This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. I'm Damian Bulwa. Today on Fifth and Mission, Google jumps into the housing crisis. Business reporters Malia Russell and Roland Lee are here, and we're going to be talking about the company's pledge to invest $1 billion to build homes in the Bay Area over the next decade. That promise has raised big questions. Among them, why is affordable housing so expensive to build in the Bay Area? And what role should tech companies play in solving a problem that they helped create? Malia and Roland, right after this. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Welcome in to Malia Russell and Roland Lee, two business reporters. Uh, thanks for joining me. Thanks, thanks for having, having us. us. Jigs. All right. You guys are here today because, uh, fortunately, we are talking about two of the hottest button issues in the Bay Area, the housing crisis, the technology boom in our high-flying companies like Google. Uh, why are we here? Um, Google has said that it's going to do something about housing. What is that? Yeah, so in June, Google committed $1 billion to helping solve the housing crisis. Uh, so three-quarters of that is land that they want to get uh, housing built on, and then the rest is subsidies to help fund affordable housing. So they're not the, they're not the first, right? Tech companies have started to, to make noise about putting some uh, skin in the game here. That's right, yeah. Facebook has committed uh, money and also non-tech companies as well, like uh, Kaiser Permanente and Wells Fargo. We're seeing that this is becoming an issue for companies that surprise hire in San Francisco and their employees need places to live. So kind of for the first time ever, we're seeing companies make direct investments into actually building housing supply uh, with those workers in mind. Yeah, so I want to get into some of the details of the news and, and exactly what the, the money entails, um, what affordable housing is. But first, just in a, on, from a larger perspective, how should, what should we make of this? Uh, Google, you know, to, to many critics, caused uh, a lot of the housing crisis and, and, and a lot of these companies by um, bringing in these uh, high-paying jobs and bringing in workers. And now they are, you know, should we be seeing them as a, a great philanthropist or, or is this just a drop in the bucket of a problem that they helped create? I think it's important to realize Google has been expanding a lot over the years, um, a lot in Mountain View. And actually, they tried to build housing years ago, but Mountain View said no. Uh, I think it was around 2012. But now, uh, you know, Mountain View is encouraging them to build housing. So um, I think it's clearly job growth has been enormous in the tech industry, but the housing supply is also not kept up. And um, just blaming tech for that, for you know, prices rising a lot is not accurate. Um, the supply side has also been a big uh, concern. Yeah, so I um, want to ask sort of about some of the basics uh, of these plans. 
First of all, can you just um, explain what affordable housing is for people who aren't from familiar with it? Who can buy it? Uh, how is it set aside? And then what happens to the property a- um, after it's purchased? Affordable housing is basically regulated by the federal government. Um, it is always income restricted. So it's basically based off of um, your salary and um, either how much you make or how much your family makes. You can be up to a four-person household or even higher. Uh, and then your rents will never be more than 30% of your paycheck. So that makes it affordable. Uh, so that's for rental properties. Uh, for sale, properties are also uh, restricted to a certain income level, usually higher than uh, rental properties because you need more money to buy. And the catch is if you ever try to resell it, um, you you are basically uh, locked into not really making a profit. The city will decide how much it's worth. And then that unit will go to a new uh, person or family that also qualifies for that uh, income restriction. So if you paid 90 cents on the dollar, you might only get 90 cents on the dollar when you resell. Yeah, it's really more about you know, stabilization and you know letting a family or a person live in the community. It's not about making a profit because so much of it is paid for uh, by taxpayers. Got it. Okay. As to the Google proposal, Malia, this is not cash, correct? This is not a billion-dollar commitment of, of money for people to uh, use yeah. toward affordable housing. This is an investment in three parts, and uh, some might say – an inflated headline. Uh, We're looking at a billion dollars from Google. $250 million is set aside to establish an investment fund that will finance affordable housing in the region, what Roland was just talking about, uh, housing for people of a certain percentage of the area median income. You have another $50 million going toward grants to nonprofits uh, focused on homelessness and displacement, kind of symptoms of our region's housing crisis. As part of the investment, Google said that it is going to take some of the land it owns, land valued at $750 million, uh, and have it rezoned for housing. This is land that's currently occupied by, Google says, empty office spaces. It's dedicated for commercial use. Um, there's a lengthy process to have it rezoned, and they need the permission of cities that uh, that land is in. But they say that they would like to get this land redeveloped, lease it to developers, and see as much as 15,000 units of housing on that okay, land. So high-rise apartments, condos, et cetera. Yes. Uh, Google says it's going to be housing at all income levels. Okay. Well, let's talk about you know why Google is doing it. Um, what are their motivations? Are there is it just to provide housing? Are there or are there sort of complicated motives here? I think we are seeing tech companies step up now in response to what you said earlier. They're under fire. You know, even if it is not singularly tech's fault for the housing crisis, that's certainly the public perception. So this is them stepping up, taking responsibility. Um, And I think another huge part of it is recruiting. Um, Google workers are even Google workers are struggling to afford a home in the region near their office. Um, a report from Open Listings, a startup that helps people uh, with their housing search, 
found that the average engineer at Google making a little over $200,000 a year would have to spend a third of their income to afford a mortgage near the Googleplex or its you know, sprawling campus and Mountain View. Um, so if it's going to be a problem for Google employees, they can bet it's a problem for Google's neighbors. Yeah, and I'm sure as, as Google goes in and tries to get permission to build more office space and, and uh, see its plans come to fruition in a number of different um, product areas, they're going to want to be able to say we're, we're not just neglecting the housing situation when they go to a city council and they go to a board of supervisors, right? Yeah, I think it's important to realize they aren't just asking for more housing here. They want to expand by millions of square feet and more office space. So thousands, if not tens of thousands of more workers. So they have a very large project in San Jose at Duradon Station, um, as well as the North Bay Shore in Mountain View and Moffat Park in Sunnyvale. So they're not just you know remaining static. They're hiring tons of people, and clearly that'll increase demand for housing. So this is almost a sweetener to say, you know, hey, cities, we want to build more office space, but we're also doing all this stuff on housing, not to mention transit and parks and you know, art programs. Yeah, we're engaged. Yeah, we're engaged so it's really almost like it's a deal. It's not just uh, it's trying to make a deal. It's not just uh, charity here. Got it. Got it. One thing I think that surprised a lot of people, not only in your reporting on this story, but in um, recent stories, was how much it costs to subsidize affordable units in San Francisco, in Silicon Valley. I think people have assumed in the past that maybe it's $100,000, a couple hundred thousand dollars. It's not, correct? Uh, Tell us what you found. So we found that uh, a unit of affordable housing costs about $700,000 to develop. When you look at Google's investment of $250 million to finance 5,000 units of housing, that comes out to about 50000 per unit. Um, so not enough. One way to think about it is that affordable housing and market rate housing cost about the same to build, um, but the developer is going to make a lot less money on affordable housing. They're not going to charge renters as much as they would for market rate. So in order to make up those costs, developers of affordable housing rely on uh, subsidies from federal, city, state governments, They look to philanthropic sources uh, as well as traditional construction loans. Where Google might come in is they say, hey, we're over here and we want to help. They're, you know, becoming another source of funding where developers of affordable housing are strained. But $700,000 is incredible. That's the amount of money that someone needs to put in to get you from um, the cost of, of building the property to to break even? Yeah, I mean, it also includes land, which, of course, if Google puts in, you know, donates their land or leases out for cheap, that's a big factor. Uh, it includes fees, you know, all the lawyers you have to pay, all the planners, the architects, the contractors. So it, it's really, you know, not just the cost of, like, the concrete and steel and wood, but just all this other labor uh, involved. And yeah, we're hearing even in San Francisco, it could be as much as $900,000 a unit for a high rise because, you know, again, those those costs are so high, especially for the labor. The question still up in the air, though, is whether or not housing that Google wants to see developed costs that much to build. Uh, The company has told us that they're looking at non-traditional modes of housing construction and financing. And to be honest, we have no idea what that means. <laughs> it is, okay. it is pretty vague at this point. Um, but Maybe they people will live in the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> 
imagine the views. So that kind of remains to be seen is what are the proposals they're getting from developers and how might they turn housing development on its head? Got it. So uh, I wanted to ask you, too, what other companies um, have also invested in in housing in the Bay Area? What other commitments uh, have come like Google's? Well, I think the closest comparison is what we're seeing from Facebook and the Chan Zuckerberg initiative from uh, Mark Zuckerberg and his wife, Priscilla Chan. Uh, in January, a partnership of foundations and companies got together and they said, we're going to raise $450 million to finance housing in the region. So just like Google, it sees itself as this alternative source of funding for housing construction in the Bay Area. Um, that's a major investment. And then we're also seeing Kaiser, Cisco, Microsoft in Seattle. They're all saying it's time to do our yeah, part. Yeah, big issue in Seattle too, obviously. And obviously uh, Salesforce chief Mark Benioff has been putting a lot of money into the homelessness issue, both in terms of subsidizing care, but also in, in uh, backing political causes. Yeah, Mark Benioff and Kaiser have also invested directly in stabilizing existing housing, which is something that Google is looking at. So the idea is that you have these homes that are built, occupied, they're already relatively affordable, uh, but they're at risk of maybe the rents going up. So Google or Mark Benioff steps in and buys those homes and keeps them at low rents. Another sort of larger question, um, with, with the investment we're seeing, is it enough? Is it going to make a dent in the housing crisis that everyone's aware of? It may make a dent. I mean, 20,000 units is a lot. Uh, but I think the need for the Bay Area is something like 200,000 over the next uh, I think five years or so. So clearly, you know, not not even Google can do it itself. Um, we need, you know, not just tech, but you know, government leaders, uh, you know, the private sector, kind of everyone to build more housing, or else there's just not enough for the growth. Yeah, I think that report you mentioned says that they they fall behind more and more each year the number of jobs that are created. Um, the, the housing is a fraction of that. Yeah, it's about seven to one, I think, since wow. the recession ended. Uh, seven jobs for every one new unit uh, permitted, not even built necessarily, but just permitted. Wow. A um, couple quick other questions about Google before I let you go. Uh, do they have any sites in San Francisco? Is any of this potential housing construction coming in the city? Uh, they don't really own any land that we're aware of. They mostly lease their offices, um, but they have been leasing a ton of space. I think something like five new deals in the last year. Um, we're hearing they want even more space for potentially something like 7,000 more employees. Uh, but it doesn't seem like, you know, they they had focused more on Silicon Valley for the land they're, they're buying. So uh, as far as we know, no housing plan in San Francisco, for at least for now. And for uh, the housing that Google does build, um, is it carved out for Google workers in any way or is it is it for everyone? Uh, this is for everyone, certainly. I mean, I can only imagine the headlines if <laughs> Google was like, we're building only housing <laughs> Would for Google Googlers. employees want to live there? <laughs> they all want to live together? Uh, they would be they in nap of, pods. They and, sort of uh, live together already, don't they? Um, the housing is not reserved for Google employees, um, although you might imagine some would, would take the tech giant up on that. Yeah, and important to note that Google said they don't want to build the housing themselves, but they will help fund it through grants and uh, the land. So I think they want to stay out of the actual development game, but they're obviously going to be a big partner. Something that uh, we've been hearing from critics since our article first published is, you know, 
is this the most effective way Google could help solve the region's housing crisis? I talked to uh, one nonprofit housing group who said, you know, we don't need another loan fund. We don't need more bankers on this problem. What we need is innovative solution. Uh, and who better to supply that than Google? So I think some critics are disappointed that they're throwing money at the problem rather than, uh, you know, bringing new ideas, new modes of construction to the table. Yeah. Well, I mean, the last thing, where do we go from here? I mean, it, in the Bay Area, we have companies that are rapidly expanding. There are people that are more and more moving here because of the economy and because of what's going on. And we have this housing crisis. And so the supply and the demand, um, you know, don't seem to be heading for for some sort of stability here. Um, you know, what's the future of this? I mean, is there a, is there a solution? Well, there is a lot of activity in Sacramento over, you know, letting housing be built more easily. Uh, of course, I think some people want a recession, but uh, even if real estate goes down, incomes usually go down in a recession, so it's not necessarily good for affordability. Um, but yeah, I think it, it's really just a matter of seeing, you know, where does the job growth go? Does it slow down at all, given some of the national politics going on? Uh, but for now, it looks like this, it's going to keep climbing. Yeah, well, I'm not sure people who are rooting for a recession maybe lived through the last one because it was pretty difficult. Uh, last thing, um, it, do you expect Google's move to prompt a slew of other companies to, to step in? Um, what do we expect to see in the future? I think a billion dollars with a B really caught people's attention in the region. Uh, you know, we saw every major newspaper in America cover this. People are watching Google, and it's right now – in the news for the right reason. Uh, I do think it will inspire other tech companies to, you know, take part in, in adding housing supply. I think Google's critics and observers are thrilled with the attention that their investment is bringing to our housing crisis. Um, yeah, you don't want to be the one that's not engaged on this issue when yeah. other people are stepping in. Yeah, I think that... Uh, Basically, we're not going to see changes overnight, um, but Google is certainly on the right path. Gotcha. Well, thank you so much for uh, coming in, Malia and Roland. I appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Thank you. We'll be back. Thank you to business reporters Malia Russell and Roland Lee for being here, to Libby Coleman for producing this episode, and thanks to you for listening. Fifth and Mission is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. If you like this show, we'd love it if you'd subscribe to it wherever you get your podcasts. And if you've got a minute to give us a quick review, that helps us build our audience so we can keep growing. You can support Fifth and Mission and the newsroom that creates it with a subscription to the San Francisco Chronicle. There are print and digital editions. Find out more at sfchronicle.com slash subscribe.